You're listening to Bleed TV, the only podcast of today's best shows and movies. I'm Zach. And I'm Jake. And I'm Cash. And tonight we got Game of Thrones, episode four, The Spoils of War. Is that right? I believe so. Yep. Uh, Terrible title name. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I don't even know what the spoils of the war are. Like, are we talking about... Well, there was a carriage full of gold. And so, yeah, I think that's all it was. Okay. I think that's all. It was. I mean, like the first five minutes explains the title, and after that, it's like me. I said I didn't know if it was trying to come in with Danny, and then I was trying to figure out what her spoils were, besides fire. You know, I think it was dual meaning. The bottom line is, you get the gold, yes, the spoils of it, but also the spoils of war is also the bloodshed, the massacre, the loss of men, spoiled the heartache. So, you know, that's a that's a spoil of it. You know. <laughs> yeah, I got a, I got a few questions about the. Strategy of what they just did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've got a lot of questions about uh, Danny's battle commander abilities. Uh, uh, well, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Uh, director was Matt Shackman, I think. You know, and all these names, last names kind of like have sexual innuendo, you know. I don't know. But anyway. Um, Somebody's and, mind is. Yeah. Get your mind out of the gutter. My Guttered goodness. Up. This is a clean podcast. We're going to move forward. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mr. Whole Gold Hand over there. Um, <laughs> anyway. Again, we already talked about it. you know the this, the episode kind of opens up and uh, you know you you get the whole Braun and Jamie and they uh, you you know, you pay off in gold. Now this carriage is loaded down with some gold now. Yeah, I feel bad for these horses. <laughs> um, so he pays Braun. How much money do you think that was in that bag? I mean, a sack load, son. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, that depends who you're looking at. If you're asking Jamie. Like the sack of brawn, like he's just one handed, like, okay, it was a little light. Oh. Like, I mean, it changed in hands. I don't yeah. know if y'all noticed that. I mean, this is nice, but it's not the castle I was promised. <laughs> How about that one? You know what I mean? It's just like it, the upkeep, you know? <laughs> he, he starts giving the reasons why it's like, you know, single parents, you don't yeah. want a house that big. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's an empty nest, you know, you don't want all that to just take care of. I was happy they moved the conversation along because Jamie was kind of moping around. And the, the, Braun kind of stole the show from me for this entire episode. His comments is Every episode the, he's in. And, um, you know, he's like, did the, the, the queen give you one last prick in the balls and all this, you know? <laughs> Are we surprised Jamie did not kind of talk about what he learned? No, Jamie still keeps all this stuff close to the vest. Mm-hmm. Cersei talks and now sleeps with her brother in public view. But Jamie's always like been not, I guess, slightly a bit ashamed or well, it's just secretive. None my, it's none of your business. Like he's like, let me just live my life. Yeah, but he's also like, gotta imagine he's super pissed off. I mean, you just found out who killed your oldest son. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, and it's not the person you thought. Yeah. And you did the right thing by letting your little brother go, even though he killed your dad. So it's like, yeah, it's a, it's kind of a mixture of feelings there. But the whole, that, like Cash talked about last time, you know what I mean? It's a domino effect. Tyrion gets Tyrion gets blamed, yep. you know, which leads to the trial, which gets the Red Viper killed and the mountain turned into a monster. You know, so it turns Dorne against you. It turns Tyrion against you. Then Tyrion, you let him leave because you believe he didn't kill Joffrey, but he kills your dad. And it's like all the dominoes fall. And Cersei gets exactly what she wants and you're stuck left holding like hmm yeah it i don't know i i think it's all pretty fitting really i mean right 
I hated that he kind of took it out on Braun a little bit. You know, I mean, he was talking, even bashing, like, you know, wherever your shit heap is, you're from, and a man of your talents can go over there and, you know, make people, you know, give up their crops. And, I mean, he was, <laughs> you know, to have what we had at the end of the episode, you know, he's, he's kind of shitting on him for the first half of this one. I think they needle each other. I don't think that's a huge deal. I mean, Braun's like, come on, man, we're friends. You know I mean? You could tell me. You know uh, uh, what he says about the Queen of Thorns giving him a prick in the balls. I think they just go at each other. Yeah, These I mean, two that, guys talk shit. That's how it was with him and Tyrion and everything, and it just continues with him and Jamie. Yeah, well, I mean, I love, I, I, I enjoy the dialogue. I'm just kind of curious. It's, it's, it's been a while since I've seen like it. Kind of felt like more like, hey, just get the hell away from me. You know, you know that kind of situation. Like I don't want to talk about it anymore, or this, that, or so on. Not just the banter like you were talking about. Well, Braun also doesn't realize that he's needling and poking at Jamie about the death of his son. Right. Because Jamie's not letting that card loose. So, Braun's going to poke at you, just like a friend that we've all had. Oh, yeah. That doesn't understand when to shut up. <laughs> you know what I mean? This ain't the time, ass. Yeah. You know? No, I hear you. I, I hear mean, you. that's I had never even thought about it like that. So, I mean, now that I'm thinking back on his performance, he did have that aggravated feeling the entire oh, time yeah. that they yeah. were talking. Yeah, yeah. Um, it cuts away to Cersei and we get the Iron Bank rep and they're like, you know, really surprising. We're going to get this all in one installment and the bank's going to be upset about the interest payments. You know, are you looking to reinvest? That's a very confusing thing, right? Like, why are you looking to reinvest immediately before a payment's even made? Well, Cersei gets to negotiate the deals of the new loan or new financing. I mean, if you, you pay everything up. And way in her world, in her mind, which I think is smart, is then you create new terms, not the terms that were set forth by what was there originally. Yeah, but now it's just like, hey, I need everything I just gave you. Can I get it back (laughs) on my terms now? Yeah, I mean, that seems it's business. It's a very poor business by a bank. Her line of credit might be quite a bit smaller now. <laughs> I mean, we can only hope. Yeah. But, I mean, it might get a lot bigger after what we see by the end of the episode. So, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what they do, but you just you never know. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know for sure because, you know, the Iron Bank man, he, he says, you know, Iron Bank will stand behind you once again after we receive mm-hmm. the gold. You know what I mean? So he's he's not just going out on a limb. You know what I mean? No, I mean, because no, no. he's seen all the gold. They know that they got all the gold from Highgarden. But to me, it was just like, we already have this money, and yet we're going to give loan you back your own money. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you can look at it different ways. It just really depends. I mean, like when I did my house, you know, I paid, I went ahead and took a bunch of chunk of money and put it down so I could refinance my terms to make it where I have a better deal like that. There, there's, there's sense to that if it goes that. Of course, we didn't get that. We're all speculating. Yeah. So, you know, it is what it is, you know. But, um, you know, she talks about something. And one of the key things, and here's another one of those key lines of the storyline that I thought was interesting is she mentions the, um, the Golden Company, which is like a collections agency. Now, is this something that's in the book? No, the Golden Company we've seen before. Mm-hmm. Okay, is, well, I'll refresh my memory because this this kind of blew me away here. Okay, the Golden Company. You remember Danny's cell swords? Mm-hmm. Um, what was his name? He got recast. No, 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 no. That's not the Golden Company. I That's, know, but but Dario is who you're talking about. Dario was part of one cell sword group, and then there was another that Tyrion was trying to yes. get with called the Golden Company. And their branch of the they're bred out of the uh, Blackfire Rebellion. Right. 
And so, so it's all Targaryens. Yeah, the Golden Company is all like uh, banished or okay. Oh, Lester OC Knights. I remember what you're talking about. And yeah. they're. Okay. Uh, I don't know. It just kind of threw me for a loop. Like they brought this in kind of late um, in this little conversation, like it was supposed to be a clue or something. I just wanted to make sure I could clarify that part. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're just the most highly respected sellsword company. Like their motto is, I think, uh, our word is as good as gold. Yeah. Or something like, like that. that. Like they don't switch sides as soon as they get their payment and everything, and they're fighting till okay, the end well of the contract. That, that makes me feel better about it. You know, so it correlates to a past event we got history with. Okay. That makes more mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. Okay. Um, now, this is where the episode started to go downhill a little bit. And I know in the beginning of this episode, when we started talking on the pod here, we didn't really give our overall opinions, but I think we all agree this was a top five episode. But for me, I struggled with parts of this episode, and I got a lot of dang flack for this on social media. But, Good. Um, <laughs> um, but like this very next scene and everything, Winterfell, I really struggled with. I'm not going to lie to you. From everything... Um, starting off and like i said the first thing is is that we get the scene from the preview of uh little finger unsheathing you know cat's ball the dagger and i'm like you know everybody and their brother guessed that this was going to lead to somebody's death or it was going to be used instead it's a here you go brian and another example of 404 error i do not have emotions and blah 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 you know um and the only thing good about this little scene right here was is that he quotes a line from season three um, which mm. I had to rewind five times to figure out what he said. Chaos is a is ladder? ladder? Yeah, I'm telling you, like, me and my wife are watching it. I called somebody and I said, did y'all know what he said? And they were like, no, we're winding it. I, uh, I mean, I promise you. And then if you look at social media, there were people like, what was he said? I, I heard it the it. first time. Yeah, the like, I, I, w- I got goosebumps as soon as he said it. I was yeah, like, yes, I that was amazing. Yeah, well, once I figured out what the heck he said, I, you know, I understand his reaction. But I'm just being honest. And... um this is this is from season three when him and Varys were talking, and this was the whole conversation of chaos is not a pit, chaos is a ladder. Yeah, you know. Um, but this is Bran uh, telling I know. Yeah, putting it in his face like I know a lot more than you think. <laughs> and then like the little fingers trying to figure out what that means. Like, is everything that people are saying true, or what's going on? But you gotta understand the. Right before the chaos is a ladder mm-hmm. stuff, you know, I mean, is where even more Littlefinger tyranny starts happening, treachery. Oh, yeah. You know I mean, so it's like he has to wonder how much does Bran know? How far back does he know? You know what I'm saying? Well, because Littlefinger is the reason, basically, that Ned Stark is dead. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, he's 100% the reason. Right now, it's basically a battle. Is Bran or Arya? Gonna throw a little finger under the bus. I think it's gonna be Sansa. Now, here's another thing. I I thought about that. You know, like that. Does Arya really know that Littlefinger sabotaged Ned? You have to think about this. She wasn't in the. uh, She wasn't in the throne room when he got betrayed. He Littlefinger was never in the presence of anybody when this happened. So realistically, Arya doesn't know that Littlefinger was the guy behind it. Little is, you know, let me ask you this. Is Littlefinger on her list? I put it out there, but I can't remember all of a sudden. No, he's not on her list. Right. So I, I don't think she knows. I, the only person that can know is Bran. And Sansa, I think, will figure it out through Maybe. letters or something. And would the Hound know? No. Uh, he'll know. Maybe. 
Because he was in there when uh, Littlefinger had the dagger around his neck. Right. So the hound would know for yeah, sure. Yeah, the hound would know. And so remember, we predicted a couple episodes ago that we thought the hound would show up at Winterfell and just screw the pooch on everything. You know, in Sansa and John would be like, you you, know, you turn coat and have mm-hmm. him hanging from the wall next to the banners, you know. But John leaves. The hound hasn't got there, which is pissing me off because I need hound up, you know. And um, <laughs> need your fix. I need my fix, man, you know. Um, and so, yeah, I think the two people that can are the biggest threat to Littlefinger right now, of course, is Brian and, of course, Hound, you know. I think Arya's got a strange eye on him, though, through the whole episode. Yes. So, and I just don't think she trusts him in any shape. I don't think she trusts him, but I don't think she knows that he's the, the backstabber that he is. Yeah, because she just know. didn't like him back even when she was in King's Landing. Right. She I would need was, a refresher. I can't remember what she knows and doesn't know. But there was a big question that Bran asked Littlefinger, and do you know who this dagger originally belonged to? And he said he didn't know. Well, like, there's the thing between he's got it from Tyrion and everything, but I think she was meaning, like, or he was meaning, like, even further. the origins of the stuff. Like, this is possibly Rhaegar's dagger or something. Yeah, that's that big theory out here is that, you know, and I, and I, did, I know where you're going with this, and I did a little homework on it, you know, and it even went back, and I found that page that showed, you know, when Sam was going through the book, mm-hmm. and they translated the page, and it talked about how it was Valerian steel that dragon was, bone that, hill. yeah, that was decorated with dragon glass, dragon bone, different like that, and so on. And this was typical of, of ancient Targaryen style of fancying weapons and blah blah blah. And everything else, and so you know that that passage, and considering that it's on the same book that's associated with dragon glass and you know dragon stone like that, they're they're saying the lineage of this is a it was a Targaryen blade, you know that was owned by the Targaryens. I mean, that wouldn't surprise me. I it guess. wouldn't either. You know, uh, my question here is this: is that you know all your great houses have a you know, Valerian steel, you know, Oathkeeper, Widow's Whale, you know, dragon, what all you want to call those? How did each one of them get or acquire such a blade? Just through battles and stuff. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, they always just talk about it was all Targaryens. It's passed down and passed yeah. down and passed down. You understand? They used to forge Valerian steel way back in the day, not just for Targaryens. It used to be forged. Mm-hmm. It's just extremely rare and extremely pricey. So, you know, if if your family house had one already, those were passed down and passed down. Remember, the Lannisters do not have one. Well, they so, had one, but it got lost in uh, Valeria. Right, but Tywin had searched high and low yeah. and tried to buy a sword from people and stuff and like no that. And no one would sell. And nobody would get rid of them. So they had no house sword. It's just, I mean. Until they got Neds and they turned it into. Yeah, so if two, your house They turned it into two of them, right? And right. Widow's Whale, and what was the other one? Oathkeeper. 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 And Bran has Oathkeeper. Not Bran, no. but Brienne. Yes. Brienne. Right. Uh, okay. All right. Well, I was just trying to figure that out because that was something that's curious about it. And daggers just aren't as valuable, unfortunately, for whatever reason. So those can be traded a little bit easier and gambled and whatnot. Okay. I mean, that makes sense and so on. Um, <sighs> and in this scene, the fire crackling in the background the entire time was pretty fantastic. Like, I don't know if y'all caught that, but I didn't really it pay stayed, attention, I guess. I, I it was, was there the entire time. I was just more concerned with what was going to happen to Littlefinger or Bran. You know, I didn't think he had the sand to kill Bran right there or anything. But oh, uh, and what y'all think about him being in a fully functional wheelchair? Oh, that maester is a bad mason. You know, that joker knows what he's doing. Let me go ahead and tell you something. The wheelchair, none of the stuff throws me off near as much 
is how tiny his head looks with those enormous <laughs> shoulders he's rocking. <laughs> Have y'all noticed this? No. His I shoulders I can't function anymore. are oh, so God. wide. <laughs> I can't function. He looks like a peanut on a ebony table. <laughs> Hold it's up. insane. Did y'all know that Mr. Peanut had his name revealed? And it is Richard. Oh, God. What in the world did we just derail into? I mean, really. God. Dick Nut is his name. <laughs> Mr. Planner's Peanut, everybody. If you didn't know. Mr. We're trying to keep this clean. I'm okay. sorry. Well, I, it is the mascot's name of a company. We're going to move uh, forward. From me? We're going to move forward. We but went from wheelchairs to please, Dick Nut. Okay. Please pay attention to Brand's shoulders. Yes. I will now. Forward. He looks like he's wearing shoulder pads. <laughs> I'm dead serious. <laughs> You will you will get the biggest chuckle next time you look. Okay, I'm All right. I mean, at least somebody needs to get a motion from Brand. So yeah, it'll be you. Hopefully, it'll be us. All right. So the chick comes in and she's leaving. What's her name? Um, uh, Mira Reed. Yeah. Yeah, and she's like, you know, I'm like, he's like, you're gonna go. And she's like, yeah, da da da. And he's okay. And she's like, that's that's all you can say. That's all you got. I mean, she, I almost well, died. She, she says, you're as safe as anybody right now. You don't need me anymore. He goes, I know. you're right. Was, I don't need you anymore. It's like, <laughs> Jesus. Savage. It's like, not even just like break it up with the person. It's like, I've moved on to better things. Yeah, yeah. I've had better. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. It's not me. It's you. Did right? you see that piece Hodor had on him? I mean, you can't top it. <laughs> okay. How great would it have been like, as she was like going, I was just like, hold the door. <laughs> oh man! There no, but seriously, like I, I need to wheel out of here. Yeah. The door. <laughs> <laughs> it's an unknown spoiler, but the reason why Brand's really crippled is Hodor put it on him. Oh <laughs> my god! <laughs> and it was a great show. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Oh god! My wife looked at me and goes, "What a tool!" And I was like, "No, it's the whole bag, baby. It's a tool bag." When you talk like that, tool shit. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like after the, by the way he explained it, it was like I died in there too. I was like, I'm going to slightly let some of this slide. Like, at least you're well, no. acknowledging it and everything. Well, he didn't say that. She said you died in that cave. Oh well, then I got nothing for him. I but tried. He didn't disagree. I mean, no. I think he actually. His original Stark self is dead. I don't think yeah. he can get it back. You know, maybe that's his, you know, Punishment. light at the end of the tunnel. Maybe at this to hopefully get some of his old self back. But more than likely, he's going to be tree, three eyed raven tree guy. Yeah, you know what I mean. I, I wish they had done a better transition. He just got I mean, so from old one, so from, quick. From, from last season, they escaped. They get to the wall, whatever you want to call it, da, da, da. and then the first time we have a speaking part, or this that are so on, it's error four or four, no emotions, <laughs> and nothing the entire time. I wish there was a little bit of a transition. You know what I mean? Like to explain that you know he's struggling with this, or he's got so much on his mind now that he can remember that it's like pushed out his personality, or or he, you know, I've I'm not who I am anymore. You know, I'm you know so, it's something more to give you this transition instead of what we've been getting. I don't know, man. I think you got to give Benioff and Weiss the benefit of the doubt of this one because they nailed most of these children. I mean, you got to think about it. We've had Bran, Arya, Sansa, John, all these people since they were little kids mm-hmm. on this show. 
everybody has grown up to be pretty solid, except for Bran. <laughs> He's never been that strong of an actor. He was better as a little kid oh, yeah. than he is now. Well, and I think they look at it like, oh man, we got to just make him like robotic because I don't think he can carry the weight anymore. Well, it's not even that. It's just like in, he's supposed to still be like a seven-year-old kid. And now he's like a six-foot giant. And so like you're trying to hide his body and well, it's facial impossible hair. impossible to get a wheelchair bigger than most humans. <laughs> you know. And I mean, so like, I mean, that's just part of the problem is his character, he's just grown out of his thing. And how do you recast? I think they're doing the best they can with what they got. Yeah. yeah. I'd rather robotic, same actor, than recast him. And it'd be a totally different character all of a sudden. Yeah, even though it looks bad, like it's the best they can do. Sadly, yeah. I well, the so. continuity is better. You know what I mean? You get the same person. Yeah, I hate um, when they recast. I, yeah. I'm not a big fan. I mean, sometimes you have good things. Mountain is a good example. Uh, Beric Dondarrion better. Mm-hmm. Dario, but not better. Dario, no, 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 not not even close. Not even close. To like right. even further away from the book in, as the than the first one was, and the first one was bad. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. in the first one. Yeah, I mean, I don't guess you can have a purple-haired, purple-goateed... I want it. ...gold-toothed pirate yes, character. Yes, yes, we can. <laughs> One that can pull leg from Danny? Yeah, I mean... Yeah, that never made any sense. He's yeah. just a bucket of confidence. But, whatever. All right, another thing. All right, this is when Arya emerges, and we get the whole, you know... I'm Arya Stark from Winterfell, da da da, and you hear "fuck off" like ten times in a row. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it was kind of like it was like they were just saying it just to say it. I know like, it's like they said the f bomb just to keep saying it multiple times in this episode. It was really weird. I didn't care. I, I, all I thought was this is the worst two guards you could ever have at the door. Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> dumpy and skinny next to him there. Yeah, I mean it was like, like one helmet was way a little tight. He was forcing the cheeks out past the ears. And <laughs> they everything clearly else. gave him too small. I mean it oh, yeah. was awful. It was awful to make him look even stupider. God, so. no. <laughs> I mean it was atrocious. <laughs> <laughs> but I like him later on when he's like. You're going to tell her. Oh, yeah. Or I'm going to hit you so as hard. hard as I can. <laughs> <laughs> but I like him, you know, trying to snatch her. Mm-hmm. And she just ducks Dodge, out of the way yeah. real quick. She's like, like the waif 2.0. And, uh, 2.0. So I like we're actually getting to see badass Arya. Yes. You know what I mean? A lot of times it's just her changing faces and doing wicked shit behind the scenes. Right. But we're actually seeing her do some wild stuff now. And this was easily her best acting performance of the series, I think. It was strong. The The deal I didn't care for was is like when their embrace, like Sansa and Arya, I mean, she goes down to the tombs and she's in front of, you know, Ed's uh, carved sculpture there like mm-hmm. that. And it was kind of like a, hey, hey, how you doing? Well, I, mean, you know, I loved it, was, it. But you got to remember, these two don't like each other. They've never liked each other. There's like so, opposite ends. Mm-hmm. So what? I mean, you haven't seen your sister in forever, and you've been through hell. But you got to remember too. And neither it, one of them are the same person anymore. It was I still Sansa. get that. It was Sansa that just yeah. had to marry Joffrey. It was Sansa and Joffrey that got the butcher boy killed. That got that Miria kicked out and Lady killed. I, I, I hear you. I, I hear you. I, I'm totally. I totally understand where you're coming from. I just still felt like the embrace was very, very cold. No, I loved it just because Sansa pulled the ultimate big sister, big brother move. It's like, do I have to call you Lady, Lady Stark, Stark now? Yes. And I was like, <laughs> that's the ultimate big brother or big sister move. First player. <laughs> yep. Player one. 
No, like, I'm been player one. All right, what about the whole somebody should have carved it that knew him? And, well, everybody who knew him is dead. We're not. Just, uh, yeah, uh, everybody that knew him is dead. I'm, there's quite a few folks that are yeah. still around. Yeah, I mean. I mean, that is a terrible carving. Like, it was bad. <clears throat> yeah, I, I don't know. Some of it just seemed kind of put off, to put on, or whatever you want to call it, and so on. Uh, I don't Maybe I'm just hypocritical. It just it just seems like it didn't gel well. It seems soap soap opera esque, you know, when they're, hey, you know, all that kind of stuff. I, I don't know. I'll, I'll get off of it. Um, they also talked about you know a list and who's on my list and yeah, it's a little weird that everyone keeps laughing at Arya's list. Like, well, I don't think anybody took her serious. And then you get to see her till later. Yeah, yeah, until she's over there, you know, battling Bran. Now this is something else, you know. When I was talking to people on social media and some other bookworms, they were talking about Bran is supposed to be, not Bran, God, Brienne, is supposed to be like one of the most ultimate sword fighters and that this is not realistic based on what they did. Well, there's two things. but like Back down in the cave for one reason that I can agree with you is, and I somehow even forgot about it even though I wanted to mention it. How has no one mentioned Rickon? Say, like, oh, hey, Arya, since you know, I might as well tell you, Rickon's dead too. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, or like took when, about seventeen arrows and got trampled by horses, and you know, the Battle of Bastards. But and so, like the fact that Sansa didn't bring it up to Arya, and that Arya thought everyone was still alive, was pretty weird. But well, so is Maester Lewin. Yeah, and uh, Rickard, he's gone too. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Nan. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of heads on this wall. Uh, Sir Roderick, you know, Roderick. That's what yeah. I would say. Um. Yeah. Whatever. Um. We didn't even got to the Brienne stuff yet. No. Because like, uh, they would jump to she Brienne. Goes, she goes, also, Brienne made it home. And that's when they go to the wood. And that's when they talked about Rick. No, we, we still didn't mention that no, no. he's dead. <laughs> she, he just gives yeah. the dagger. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, He gives up the dagger. And that's, you know, kind of they're all there is to that scene. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, that's when she takes him serious because he's like, why would you give her the dagger? Because Cersei's on her list. Yeah. Yeah. And then Sansa's like, oh, she wasn't kidding. Like, she's really out here murdering people. Yeah. And then we had the funny, uh, who else is on the list? They're mostly dead. Yeah. I, was just, <laughs> I, I thought well, she... The thing is, how many on the list did she actually kill? Not many. Two? I put a video uh, out there Trent. on Facebook, and like, there's like 15, 16 people, and uh, almost two-thirds of them are dead. I mean, oh, she yeah. killed Marin Trent and... Frey. Uh, Walter Frey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, like you got the people who are left, of course, Cersei, but you also have the Hound. You have uh, the, the two- Hound's off the list. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then you got the two guys riding with the Hound. You know, um, Beric, Don, what's his name? Darian, and uh, you know, the guy with the bun. Yeah. Um, um, of, a mirror. Oh, um, Lord, the Lord of Light follower guy. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I was, you know, head bun. You I know, know bald, who it is. burning sword. <laughs> <Cunt. and> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, and so, I mean, she's Thoros. got some left. Yes. of Mir. Yeah, and so she's got some left. There's and no Mel, doubt about Mel Sandra's on the list, too, I believe. She is. She is on the list. Maybe, but like, I don't remember. I thought Bran missed a really, like, if he's going to remind Sansa of the worst night of her life, why can't he just bring up, like, hey, you make a good pie? You know, like, why didn't he throw that one in there? I don't know. I mean, he's so hit and miss, man. Like, I mean, like, if we're going to do it, like, we can throw some comedy in with it and be like, you know? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, man. Uh, 
Remember, he's no emotion. I know. No emotion. That's why it would have been like such a deadpan delivery of nice pies. Yeah. You know, why would you give me this? It's wasted on a cripple. You know, I mean, it's even harder on himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. Like you say, most of the stuff with the reunion of Arya and Bran and Sansa are like kind of just whatever. Almost filler in a way. You would think it would be a massive monumentum, monumentous mm-hmm. moment, but most of it was kind of meh. And I mean, but I appreciate that just because they're such different people and not all of them always liked each other, like we were talking about earlier. Yeah, but I heard a lot of people got like super emotional when she's pushing him in the wheelchair and with Sansa through the ground. Also, how is that wheelchair getting? Like, his arms are not that big. Whatever. I think the key part here when he was talking to Sansa was is that Sansa makes a point of he gave you something. He's not a generous man. Yes. There's always an angle. There's always, he always wants something in return for whatever yeah. action he does. And I don't know what. That's the whole thing. It's like, I have this. no idea what chaos he's trying to create or what wedge or what he's trying to protect. Nothing's clear about where his character line is going. And that's what bothers me. Most I think he's about. slightly scared at this moment. I think he's going to be terrified. I don't know why he's not pulling out. Like, I mean, it makes no sense. Well, he hasn't got Sands in the room yet. Oh, oh I don't think he'll pull out that either. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> anyway, um, I don't you know. I'm with you, Cash. I have no idea why he's still there. But I guess if all you got to look forward to is a little boy over the veil, I mean, yeah. I'll stick around for the woman too, I guess. Yeah, but maybe. Since yeah. we bring him up, like, why hasn't Cersei sent anything to Robert Arian? <laughs> I don't know. They don't get mentioned. Yeah, like, I mean... He's because got the largest like, standing army. But they're like, what, who is it, like the Sweden or whatever? Sweet Remember, they, they don't take part. Remember? They yeah, guard, neutral. But they if, guard your queen, their walls. if your queen is asking for you, then you have to make a decision. Yeah, I understand that. But I think they're kind of like an out of sight, out of mind They're a neutral. Place. Yeah, I mean. As a queen and you need the. So, oh, I agree with like, you. <laughs> something needs to be, eh, we should probably go after these people. I agree with you. Yeah, I mean, I just, I find it weird that it hasn't been brought up. I mean, it wouldn't mm-hmm. surprise me if he doesn't get a raven and say, hey, we're winning this fight. Yeah. Switch sides. Go ahead and mop up Winterfell for us. And then and, you get the... You, and we'll attack from both sides. You and know? you're the warden of the north. And then, yeah. And then we'll give you Sansa. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. There, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see that coming. You know what I'm saying? It would make sense, but I mean, we haven't gotten any scenes of Cersei behind a desk like we always have with Tywin wondering what she's writing. I agree. I agree. But honestly, I think Littlefinger's days are numbered. Yeah. I I think Sansa's going to out him. Like, I would think before even the final episode, like, I guess episode six and the penultimate episode this season, I think that's when he dies. Yeah. I mean, he's the one that got him married to the bastard. Yep. Everything. I mean, it was all bad. (laughs) (laughs) He's not a winner by any means. Now, we're jumping ahead a little bit, but just to kind of finish out Winterfell, people, this is when we get to the part where, you know, Brienne's training pod and, you know, kept sweeping the leg. Tripping his ass. Yeah. <laughs> Awful. I mean, all he has to do is throw down the third leg and he's balanced. Like, I don't know Aww. what was going on there. I know. Tripod could have <laughs> yeah, been exactly. Handy, right? I mean, you could do a swing attack on that thing. Come yeah. on, man. You could have spun like a helicopter on it. <laughs> kicked her ass oh, in the teeth. Oh, God. There it is. <laughs> Um, Let me show you my it, fidget spinner, baby. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm just. 
There it is. There it is. Oh, my God. And I'm going to try to focus now. I love these. I'll, anytime she's training pod, don't yeah. lunge. You know what I mean? Just all that stuff. I it's love like, it. It's like she's saying it after, but it almost feels like she's about to say it as she's kicking his layout and yeah. stuff. It's like, don't lunge. Boom. Yeah. yeah. As you but, pick yourself up again. Yeah. But they, they make it weird because Brian's never been cocky. Mm-mm. But when she's doing this to Pod, she's always like walking up with her chin up. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, Brian getting a little too yeah. big for chain mail. <laughs> she's getting very sassy in yeah. these moments. Armor's I like tight. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, then we get Arya. And what you want to see, she looks yes. like Cereal Pharrell, the way she's dressed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm just like, oh, I love it. Yes. Oh, yeah. And then she's going sword behind her. And she's got her hair pulled pose. back in a ponytail. You Only know, one like, hand on the sword at all times. Yeah. Left-handed. Like, I, yeah. I love these scenes. A hand behind her back. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, this is... Turning great. her back to her opponent for like 30% of the fight. Just like, <laughs> I, don't, I already know where you're swinging. Like, don't water, worry about I'm it. I'm water dancing. <laughs> are, are we to believe that it, that training was good enough back then for her to be this good now? No, because she never used a sword. Like She hasn't touched a you know sword what I'm saying? in like... Like she didn't get the skill. This see, this is the part. This part was great, but I was like, I was calling BS the whole time because she makes never no got that much formal training with a weapon. She did with a staff, but that's completely different than a yeah, one-handed sword. I mean, she was handling the sword like she was the master. And from what I remember from season one and anything like that, she got a couple days with this guy before he got killed. Before he may have got killed. <laughs> I agree. I got uh, him and his wood sword versus eight guys. Uh, well, I mean, he was kicking their ass. Like, Yeah, he whooped all their asses until Marin Trenton came in. <laughs> and that happened off screen. So, yeah. Um, But yeah, it whatever. doesn't make any sense. It, Rule of cool. Who cares? I don't know. But you know, that's the thing, man. I'm, I'm, as much as I'm enjoying this scene, I'm going, bullshit. That's bullshit. Yeah. No, she can't do that. And that's the other. That's what I was talking about earlier. Is is that Brienne? You know, from whatever I've, I've heard or talk about that from the books, she's one of the most ultimate sword fighters. And for her, so if Arya has very little, or like you said, the only training we've seen is with the staff. For this to be an even or uneven, that just, it didn't no, no, it didn't no. jive well to me. You're, you're looking at it the wrong way. Brienne, throughout all the books, everything is constantly underestimated because mm-hmm. she's a woman. So Brienne got a taste of her own medicine by immediately underestimating, underestimating. Arya, who then put it on her, and then yeah. you saw Brienne get mad. Yes. Kick her in the chest. Oh, man, that teep kick was a thing You know of what I'm beauty. saying? Mm-hmm. He, she kicks her in the chest and stops fighting. Yeah. She could have just brought the hammer down on Arya's <laughs> oh, yeah. skull right there. Right. You know what I'm saying? But Arya had already killed her Three times before she did that. Correct. So I'm saying it was just Brienne getting a taste, mm-hmm. knocking that cocky shit I'll, out of her I'll, mouth. I'll, I'll give you that. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah, and that. That right there makes the scene better for me. It's just, you know, using that same stigma against you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm totally with you on that. But, but I'll, I'll just tell you that when I was first watching it, I was like, as great as this is, this is BS. But I mean, she could have gotten like all the dodging scene fit and stuff. But, like, the sword play, that sword's not going to stop an attack from Brienne anyway. Like, if Brienne's swinging, that little sword going left, that her, or your sword's coming down. She doesn't have the strength to hold it. I'm with you. Or to deflect it. I'm with you. And so, like, it's, it's just pure But dodging. your rule of cool is what makes it okay. I'm just saying, you know, 
Especially since Arya gave us one of the coolest ways to get up. Like, automatically, like, just doing the shoulder thing and then landing on your feet. But she does a cool spin with it. Yeah, she does a breakdance get up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. This is America's Got Talent type yeah, shit, right? Like, oh, let's keep God. adding twists to this thing. Like, let's see how cool we can get. Yeah. All right. My favorite part of the, what I did like was is that who taught you that? No, no one. one. No, I love the, it. The, the line is what made it. Yeah. yeah. I was like, yes. I saw, I saw a microphone drop. I don't know if y'all saw it. Right <laughs> yeah, too, really and then, like, it just stuck in the, in the background. <laughs> that was Arya's sack falling out. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. That, that was Pod going full try mode just right there. <laughs> yeah. See, just <laughs> Pod's over there just got the rod out. <laughs> Put your staff down. Oh, wait a minute. Never mind. <laughs> Jesus, Pod, sheath that sword. <laughs> Okay, what about the looks from Sansa and Littlefinger up top? Y'all have got to give me a, explain here. Now, I understand Sansa realizes her sister is not her sister anymore and that she is definitely a different person based on what she just saw because she's seen Brienne fight. She's seen mm-hmm. this. And for her to be able to go over there and best her in her own game. And so, to me, it looked like Sansa was like, that's not my sister. I'm jealous of what she's accomplished compared to what I've done. I mean, all kinds of negative emotions. Y'all get the same vibe? I got I a negative vibe from Sansa, but maybe the fact that, you know, since they were kids, they both wanted certain things. Arya wanted mm-hmm. to be a knight. They both got what they wanted. And Sir, and Sansa wanted to be queen. a queen. So it's like they both went their directions. Sansa's turned out horrifically bad. Yes. Arya appears to got have gotten everything she wanted. But she had to go through the sludge to get yeah, to it. Yeah, and she doesn't know how horrifically bad Arya's time right. has been. Right. It's, okay. a, it's a lot easier to have those negative effects when you just see the near-finished product. Right. And I'm reading all that into yes. what I saw. There's no words to say. No, yeah, there's nothing to go on. That's why I'm asking y'all, what did y'all see from her look? But to me, it just looked like it was disdain. It scares me, though. Because I don't want them to turn Sansa into a... I don't think they are. ...jealous biatch... Cersei too? <laughs> well, or, 2.0. And then turn on her own family. Because <laughs> you see the sniping with John a little yeah. bit, but then John leaves her in charge. So it's like, okay, maybe everything's okay. You see them two kind of come together, but now she looks a little bit disdainful at Arya. No, I think it's all going to work out and Sansa's going to be the ruler of Winterfell and everything. Could you see jealousy get worse if like John returns and you have that amazing embrace? Because no, because she always knows that's going to happen. Like, but that, I mean, could that make it worse? I don't think so. I mean, John and Sansa are tight right now. Sansa helps save. You know, they're together. He leaves her in charge. And then Arya's there and he gets there and it's like, I'm, I'm second fiddle again. I think the major concern could be John returns and he's bent the knee. Because then what is Sansa? Well, I don't think he'll be the one bending the knee. But I'm just saying... What is Sansa if John bends the knee? He's king in the north, but if he bends the knee, he's not king in the north. Yeah, he's uh, warden of the north. True. Then she is what Lady of Winterfell. Not as big a deal as you know. Yeah, she's been accustomed to. But so, I mean, she'll I, still be co ruler of Winterfell and everything. Like it won't make a difference because if he shows up to Winterfell and Bran's there, yeah, everything's gonna fucking change. So whatever at that point, but I don't know. I worry that they're going to take Sansa into a dark direction, and I hope they don't. I don't think they are. Let me ask you this. This is just an idea theory here. Let's say we get back, John gets back, and Bran reveals you're a Targaryen. 
couple that with I bent the knee because it's what's best for all of us. You know, Littlefinger uses this to create chaos in Winterfell to say John is a traitor. He's a Targaryen. He went up there, sided with his family, and is not a true northerner, and thus Winterfell falls in with Sansa having to make the decision of being a part of her people or support John through this turmoil. Well, John can't be king in the north because he's a southerner if he's a Targaryen. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, he's not just going to not be king of the north. But you don't like, think like, – Bran's not going to announce you're a Targaryen in front of everybody. No. You know what I'm saying? But I could see this where as an opportunity for Littlefinger to get some information and use it to his advantage. Or would, it's an opportunity for John to be like, okay, have all that information and then – have a big meeting and say, "Hey, y'all, I'm gonna go marry my aunt." Like it's been it's Sansa been is now your queen of the north. You know what I'm saying? Like because due to new information, <laughs> yeah. But his people chose him. You don't think that would fracture everything? No, because they they're respecting Sansa right now. Like they, they've always followed a Stark in Winterfell. I don't know. Something just tells me the these little tidbits and the reason Littlefinger's still there is what's gonna it, it, Winterfell is gonna fracture before it gets to where it's not like they're gonna be unified in their in their quest. I don't think things have, have got to get worse before they get better. But it's I mean, already gone too bad at Winterfell. Yeah, and <laughs> Twice. John's, John's still half the Stark. Like that's still fact. So yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I mean it's gonna be mm, yeah. All right, let's shift gears. We're back at Dragonstone. And this is where we get the little scene of, um, you know, girl talk, Missandei and... Many you, things. Many things. <laughs> I'm kind of interested at what many things could be. What many things? Yeah, really. Like, can I get details? <laughs> draw me a picture. You know. <laughs> no, no, do not draw me a picture. <laughs> Negatory. They need to talk to the maester at Winterfell and... Strap one on, old. Oh, oh God. Uh, <laughs> Unsullied. Uh, stop. Here we go. Quiber might be able to help him out a little bit, too. <laughs> we oh, call this God. the gold worm. <laughs> oh. Now I'm just thinking Austin Powers' gold finger. I know it, man. <laughs> gold member. Yeah, yeah, gold member. Right. Gold member. All right, so they're going down the stairs. They're talking. He better come back. And... Jon Snow, you know, kind of comes in there and goes, I need to show you something, Grace, and takes her into this cave. Um, I thought he was pulling the first move again. I was <laughs> yeah. like, damn it, Jon. I, I mean, was like, get a new first move, I got to show you this Lord's kiss, baby. <laughs> yeah. Well, my wife was even like, oh, no. <laughs> a cave dweller. She <laughs> <laughs> takes all his days. Double meaning. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Dwell in the cave, baby. <laughs> Paint some pictures in it. <laughs> yeah, we got to put our name on this wall. And, yeah. uh, so, all right, goes in there, and we get the visual of dragon glass. It's sprayed by White Walkers in here. Yeah, like, sorry. <laughs> all right, did y'all did y'all like this part of the dragon glass and the, the hieroglyphs on the wall? And the I thought the dragon glass was super cool. I really, I thought I the kitty drawings good. everywhere were terrible. The kid drawings were like whatever, but then the White Walker drawings were yeah. too on the nose. It was yes. just like, nah, <laughs> nah, son. I mean, it's like if no one knew what Ned looked like 
and we get that as sculpture. <laughs> yeah, but we have I the just, Night King's like wrinkles like under the eyes and everything. Yeah, I mean, it, I don't know. That's like I was like, okay, I'm dealing with this, you know, the spirals and the swirls and all that stuff like that. Because you know, you you take that back to the same symbols of like season one with the body parts and the snow and the the aerial visual, the the tree that had the spirals coming out of it and the stones. And I get all that. And I, I understand the, the correlation. And I thought that was all right. Well, I mean, there's a big thing in these things is they're, I mean, you're just saying circles, but they're actually thetas. And right. so the theta was the thing we saw in the very first episode. All the dead bodies were made in the sign of a theta. A few episodes. And then the horses. Well, right. the horses, her pyre, when uh, she let it on fire at the end of season one and then the dragons were born, that was in the sign of a theta. Sansa's necklace right before she got married to Joff- Joffrey was in a theta sign. And so, like, this is all spread throughout. Like, I mean, it's a long... I guess it wasn't so much the symbols. It was just how they looked on the walls. Does that make sense? <laughs> yes. No, can- I'm, I'm agreeing with you. I'm agreeing with you wholeheartedly. I thought it was kind of like, this is just too on the nose. Mm-hmm. And, oh, like, nobody's seen this before. No, it was like I was waiting for her to be like, "Hey, John, I need you to pull your gloves off real quick. Let me see that white paint." Yeah, yeah. Just go ahead, bend the knee, yeah, buddy. Yeah, that's <laughs> bend the knee. I guess that's the thing is, is that these symbols had color to them, and it seemed so fresh and vibrant. But we're supposed to perceive this as a long effing time ago. Yeah. Well, the second time I they watched didn't the episode, aged. they didn't look nothing. They were carved like deep into yeah, the stone. They're actually carved. Yeah. Right. Well, just make it where it's carved, and then the light shining on it gives you that cast shadow effect that really I think I think it would have looked much better and showed its age instead of white figures that have blue eyes perfectly and point I mean just like I agree uh, with you. I, I I mean I was watching I was like you know and of course you and I have an art background and I'm sitting there looking at this going I mean this you know you can tell the set was painted yesterday. You know I mean, <laughs> I, I mean that's just the way I felt. And I was like I asked my wife, I was like, what do you think I say? And she goes, Yeah, it looks like kids put some stuff on the wall. I was like there's a sign, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm like, I just thought it would have been better, like maybe if Davos, like, he's like, hey, John, you know, like the fact that Davos hasn't seen this or isn't leading this thing, I'm like, or Stannis hadn't yeah, seen it. Yeah, like you're telling me the they day. didn't explore yeah. every inch of this thing. Well, it's just like the hidden cave at Castle Rock, you know. No, everybody knows about it, evidently, <laughs> but uh, one or two people. Only yeah. the sleuths. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, Davos is the person, like the onion smuggler, and everything. He would have to know about this. Whatever. I thought we were going to get a stone dragon, to be honest with you. I kind of thought so, too, because, you know, that was something you had mentioned several Mm -hmm. times. Like, oh, there maybe is one under there. And I was like, wait a minute. Are we going to. I thought we were going to watch and walk in there, see dragon glass, but see some other kind of really cool sculpture. Like, I thought it was going to be a dragon glass dragon. Yeah. Like a head, maybe just a head. Well, because I think Melisandre even says that there's like a dragon skull down there. Well, there's a rumor of a stone dragon beneath dragonstone but whatever but then we have them coming walking out of the cave and everything and they are conspicuously close yeah because i mean of course we've got to talk about what she said you know you know you're going to choose your people over pride you know this is the Uh same line he gave the who was the guy he killed that was the leader of the wildlings uh because he used the almost the exact same line against him yeah i know you're talking about um Um, don't ask me to remember his name half hand corn half hand no 
No, you know the, the guy, oh, the, the guy didn't even look Mance like Raider. a Mance Raider. Yeah, he didn't even look like a wildling compared to the rest of them. But any, you know, anyway, long story short, it, it was the same thing. You know, you got to choose your men or your pride. You know, and he's like, like, like Mance that, Raider was like, this got nothing to do with it. But it, you know, yeah, well, nothing to do with John either. He's yeah, no like, pride. There's no pride in this. Like he's already died for his men and everything. Like he's not doing this because of pride. And so yet again, like he has a great line that fell completely flat for the other person not knowing. What they're fighting for, right? I, I like her saying, "I'll fight with you. I'll fight mm-hmm. beside you, help you in your battle when you've been the knee and stuff like that." I was like, "All right, that's cool. I understand where she's coming from." And but at the same time, I'm like the pride line. I was like, "Well, that doesn't yeah, the that pride jab with John at all." No, but she doesn't know that. But she should know. Yeah, you should be able to read off of the few social interactions that you've had that this isn't a prideful man. Yeah, I mean, that one comment that they had before was like, you know, people are love what they're good at. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's like, I don't. Right. When he got introduced, his name was Jon Snow. <laughs> Not yeah. even the king. <laughs> oh, Not he's king, the king of the North. Of the yeah. Oh, by the way. Like, I mean, so you can tell pride isn't a thing. Whereas for her, pride yeah. is everything. Okay, are we to believe that he bent the knee off screen? No. No. Okay, well, there was a lot of folks out there that said, yeah, he probably did. And there was even, I didn't see a ring on her finger, so I didn't. I don't see him bending the knee back behind screen. <laughs> didn't you say you thought they might have been holding hands on the way out? I, well, yeah, well, because they made it seem like they were holding hands, like they were really super close, and it looked like their hands, like below the camera, were holding. But as All soon right. as they weren't, I was like, Do y'all happened. like this whole googly eyes at each other? Like it makes sense. I mean, the both- I should have took your clothes off while I had you in the cave. You know, I missed my opportunity, kind of situation. I just don't see. Neither one of their minds should be on any of that. It's not. A, it's not about on How the romantic <laughs> side. It's on the it's on the alliance. There's side. a lot of people who want their minds on that. I understand that, but I'm just like, if they were to start going at it, I would be so disappointed because I'm like, okay, You're you got to... White Walkers, you got Cersei, and we're gonna, you know, elope in the cave, bump uglies. <laughs> I mean, you got to figure out an alliance. I hey, mean, everybody has thinking. needs, okay? If this is how you get the guy to bend the knee, you know? <laughs> oh, I mean, he'll bend the knee. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't, you know. I'm with you, bro. I don't, I don't think care. it needs. I don't think it needs it. Now, of course, the other thing is, is that, you know, I mean, he is technically a Targaryen, and incest is in the Targaryen family, you know? And he's just a nephew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. I mean, it's not the like harm? they're twins. Like, <laughs> yeah. God, that'd be terrible if they were twins. Oh. Ugh. Who would ever do that? Easy with the Star Wars reference. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> We're going to piss some people off with all that. All right, like you said, he comes out and Tyrion's like, I got news. We took Cassie Rock. And Say that a little bit more sourly. <laughs> yeah, really. And lost all our ships. Yeah. 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 Um, Miss Sandy's face was the only thing I cared about during this entire scene. I just wanted to see how she was going to react. You know? And that worry was there and it, and it looked good. You know? Now, this next part kind of threw me for a loop. You know, but it made sense, so I enjoyed it. Is when she attacks Tyrion for his loyalty. Well, yeah, talking about his clever plans and how he's failed miserably, and maybe he doesn't want to kill his family mm-hmm. and his people. Um, which I was like, oh, deep cut. Yeah, I mean, really. Low blow. I mean, really. Do you know, he's he's already lower. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, super duper low blow. Yeah. Yeah. On a low man. <laughs> Gotta get way down yeah. there. <laughs> she had to get on a knee to get that one. <laughs> um, yeah, just, I don't know. I, I thought it was good to kind of bring Tyrion down a bit 
because yeah, he's been riding that high horse of cleverness. His <laughs> plans really are kind of they're bad. <laughs> Cersei is one step ahead of him every time so far, so it's like you know he needs it. He needs to be a, a tongue lashing. So, but this is some of the best dialogue from John we've ever gotten. You know, best quote of his, I guess you'd say. Oh, I agree. So, but he's regurgitating what we've heard from yeah. other characters. You know, I mean, you're no different if you go and burn everything down. You're 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 what we have already. You know, da, da, da. we've already heard these comments from other people. And yeah, we've t- actually, like, we've heard it from Tyrion of yeah. all people. These are almost like he's regurgitating his lines, even though he wasn't in the same room. Yeah, I know, but that backs Tyrion. It does, and he doesn't even realize. That he's backing Tyrion, you know what I mean? Because right. they haven't had this conversation. No, they right. haven't. Well, Tyrion ends up looking really good based on what John says. Well, he looks a lot better based on what he says. Plus, John puts it pretty damn eloquent. You know what I mean? How he puts it out there. Yeah, and like he left the loophole of burning hundreds of people. Okay, so yeah, it, it all pays off. You just can't burn castles and yeah. civilians, soldiers. Food, golden. <laughs> People will love you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the, the, uh, there was that, what's that little line afterwards where he's talking to John as they're going down the stairs or oh, something? Sta- and he's he like, he, yeah, what you, so you stared at that good heart. <laughs> yeah, I was staring at the heart. You know, the little. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, heart shaped yeah (laughs) good old Davos with the uh, Davos oh god okay and so I wasn't realizing this at that point in time but is Missandei in control of Dragonstone at this point in time and you're leaving I didn't see that like a hierarchy you know I would guess she would be in charge she's right hand man I mean she has the hand yeah but I think Missandei's actually second in charge so we're gonna leave Miss Sandy with a few Dorthraki with John's entire fleet. John can essentially just be like, hey. John is there with like seven dudes. He has enough people to mine an entire cave of Dragonstone. No, Danny has offered her any people he needs. She just took the entire army. Not the entire army. We don't know that. I mean They still have I mean, some scragglers. I mean, I'm just saying, most. Yeah. <laughs> you're leaving Jon Snow on your home base with limited stuff think, for Miss Sandy. I don't think there's much fear. Yeah, yeah. Not she left concerned. two dragons there, too. and he's unarmed. He's also a Targaryen, so yeah. like, I mean, those dragons are more likely to listen to him. Yeah. I know he doesn't know this, but uh, I'm just saying, strategy wise, that bridge you're on is way out there far. This brother. is a terrible and you're strategy. You're all by yourself. <laughs> I'm just putting it out there. Terrible strategy. Sticking with it. Whatever. <laughs> You're stuck. I, don't, I really don't think John has more than like seven dudes. The he's, ones he came over on that little boat with. And he's got to have a boat. Like he's got to get the stuff well, back. Time out, time out. They took his boat. Yeah, the little small boat, but like his big boat is still out there. Look, two Darth Rocky can handle those seven dudes that came with him. And then those two are unarmed. <laughs> Let's go ahead and be honest with ourselves. Yeah. They could leave the skeleton crew and three children of Darth Rocky and they're okay. okay. Especially that one Darth Rocky. <laughs> yeah, I mean, He'll probably work. kill the entire crew. <laughs> Just because he lifted a boat by himself. Yes. I mean, so, I'm sticking yeah. with John. The dude's seven foot two. <laughs> muscle. It's ridiculous. Yeah. 
So they go, and you're talking about Masani. They talk, uh, Davos and, you know, John are talking, and you notice there was a, there was a cool callback is that Davos corrects John's grammar like Stannis used to correct his grammar all the time. Mm-hmm. Y'all remember that? Like that? I caught a little quips there and stuff like that. I thought that was pretty good. He's like, I, th- I think it'd be king or this or lord. I'm just like, okay. I see you, Davos. <laughs> yeah. you're, Ooh, you're, I learned how to read. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's and, there, not there. Oh, I, I love like, I love the memes. You know, like they were have him like they had the pictures of him and John talking and Davos correct him, and then they had a picture of Stannis with like a gold halo. Like I did that, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then there's poor Shireen. The little candle so they can read the book at night. Oh, stop. Dude. So they talk to Missandei and she's like, there's no concept of bastard where we're come from. There's no marriage where mm-hmm. we come from. And so now, do y'all, based on the world and that like that, where she's from the island of Noth or whatever, where is that in relation to anything? Is that a part of the book that you can tell you a direction where, what, when? It's like a, I think Pacific Islands. I yeah. It's like a, Bermuda or something, you know. What okay. I mean, like, middle of effing nowhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, okay. It's a southern I'm, eastern isle that. Yeah, we don't. Whatever, but uh, I, I do love Davos though. He's like, oh yeah, can I switch sides? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, I love a lot of the stuff. You know, he says, like you said before, he's just so well written. Yes. There's no concept of marriage. He's like, sounds relieving. Yeah. Or something like that. I don't remember what he says, but it's like, God, I love them. Like I said, another character they love writing for. Yeah, they can kill nails one liners perfectly. Yeah. All right, so we see a Greyjoy ship come up. Is there something like that? And Cash, this you know what I stared at this entire scene was not the ship, was the distance from the island to the mainland in the same shot. Like you could see the shore across the way. Because that's how narrow the water is. Oh, no. You follow what I'm getting at yeah. here? And I'm not if we've harped on this. It's like you just pull out one of the uh, pirates' uh, binoculars. I mean, no. I mean, like, I'm you like, mean, really? Mono? Mono oculars. <laughs> I didn't know what you called the singular ones. No one ever really says it. But, I mean, too, did y'all see the size of the ship in this bay? Yes. That's, you know, I mean, like, there's no way you got a <laughs> ship to get through there, even if it's in pitch black. You know, so I want to give you, give you more kudos to what we were talking about with the map thing. Um, all right, so did y'all expect this embrace? Not necessarily an embrace. But I was waiting for John to just run over and punch him in the face. Like I, I didn't think I that was expecting assault. I was expecting assault. I did not expect this to begin any other way besides John's fist and Theon's face. Yeah, and I was completely let down. I was expecting a punch. And then I especially, like, I misheard him as soon as he met Theon. I was like, I'm doing this because of what you did to Sansa. And I thought that was reference to her wedding night. But then he said, he was talking about when he helped her escape. And I was yeah. like, oh. He said, what you did for Sansa is yeah. the only reason I'm not killing you right now. And then, like, see, I heard, like, what you did to Sansa. And I was like, oh, here's the punch. <laughs> yeah. But no. Yeah. I-, I was let down. I was expecting some kind of assault. Give me something. You know? Even if it's a leg sweep and you get your hands on him while he's on the ground. Yeah, well, like, <laughs> I just buried his face in the sand. Yeah, like, Eat motherfucker. it. Motherfucker. Eat it. I want him to be, because he doesn't know Bran's alive yet, right? Like, I want him to be like, this is for you murdering my two kid brothers. And then, like, everybody jumping in on him. Because to our last knowledge, he thinks, oh, I guess he knows where he comes alive. That's right. Boom. Yeah. I'm and Sansa has already told him that yeah. the two kids were not the little brothers. 
I completely brain farted. I just wanted that punch so bad that I recreated yeah. that he didn't yeah. know. There, there's no doubt there. God, I really Ooh. wanted that punch in the face. All and right. Of course, he asks and he goes, well, I'm going to speak to the queen. Well, the queen's not here, you know. And then it can, we get to the epic scene that takes the last 18 minutes of film of our 50-minute episode. And it starts off with one of the parts that made my ribs hurt was, you know, Dickon rides up after, you know, um, Tarly. <laughs> Tarly's like, yeah, our, our gold has been transported to King's Landing and, you know, we're kind of spread. They're like, we're spread thin. You know, the, the rear can't reinforce them forward. This is all oh. giving you foreshadowing of how yeah. large this army is. Okay, so before, before you move on, though, he, he does come up and say... The last of the gold has made it through the gates yes. of King Landing. Correct. Because I listened to two podcasts that have that gotten that wrong. Oh. And thought that the gold is still there. No. no. All the gold is inside. All the gold was delivered. Right. Which means Danny's burning up all the food. food. Yes. Danny is a terrible All the rations. Everything that they were collecting for King's Landing to be able to hold as a stronghold. Yeah. Anticipating. She, di- she directly a aimed a to. A siege. Set on okay. fire. I was just making sure because, like I said, I heard it in the podcast right that it was in King's Landing. Mm-hmm. I list, like I said, I listened to two podcasts that got it wrong. So they who like are these you. bums you're listening to? I mean, one of them is the top Game of Thrones podcast in the nation. Who ball move? Yeah. Oh man, man. they got it wrong. Mm. So a little pop their bubble. Oh, uh, anyway, Aaron and his little buddy. <laughs> anyway, um, I quit. I quit continue. But I agree with you. There was huge parts on Twitter saying that Dickon is one of the new favorite characters for Game of Thrones. How? <laughs> it wasn't because of him. Well, yeah, like, <laughs> he has the same shoulders as Bran. <laughs> yeah. Now he had some pretty wickified armor on. You know? Yeah, for the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> it is enormous on this guy. <laughs> How no, could you move in this? I don't know, but I'm sorry. He does. Bronze reaction. Just oh, you know, Dickon. Yeah. <laughs> just Rickon. Move over. Yeah. Dickon. <laughs> he's like, you sure you don't want to go back to Rickon? Oh wait, he's dead. No, <laughs> I mean, oh man, I, I could I could watch that ten times and laugh just as hard ten times. <laughs> I, I hope every time he's in the show, like that's how he's introduced. Oh, Rickon, no, Dickon. <laughs> <laughs> this is just like, yes, please. Constantly have to redo his name. Let's continue this running gag for as long as we can. Oh Lord! And so, this the deal here is is that he this is you know he's sitting there talking to him, they're laughing, giggling like that, and all of a sudden, Bronze like, shh, shh, y'all hear that? Y'all hear that? And so on. And the uh, what did y'all think of this scene? All right, first of all, I put it all over social media because I was pissed. Is when. Dickon rode up mm-hmm. the CG background. Did y'all notice like it was not even close? A lot of the CG in this episode. A lot, was a lot bad. of the CG in the background was way off, and it really. I was like, you got to be. Kidding. Most of the time, from, they just blurred it. Like, made yeah, it so exactly. blurry. Like all you could like, focus on. Was even the Dickon's face. head became blurry when he got into the CG screen part of it as he rode up. Now, and I, like I even took stills of it and put it on social media. It was that bad. Yeah, it was atrocious. I mean, like he, he lost half his hairline. But and even then, when the camera hair? was, <laughs> even when I was looking at Jamie and Braun, it was the same way. Like it was. And then as this, ba- I mean, as the battle episode was going through, the background disappeared and came back, and then changed, and then like it was all over the map. 
and so on. Y'all are paying attention to the wrong things. Well, well, no, I watched at, it four times. You don't understand. At you this know. point in time, the dragon had yet to be in the screen. Right. And as soon as he appeared into the screen, yeah, my God. I, yeah, like, I understand why we didn't have budget for everything else, <laughs> yeah. but it really sucked for those seven minutes of terrible Well, considering that season six, we had six scenes with Drogon and Danny where they spent money on. Da, da, da. And in this one episode, they had 80 scenes. I'm just saying, when those Dothraki come down the hill, yes. it was gorgeous. It was. Now, I love the perspective shot, and they lingered on it for a long time. Oh, yeah. You know, like, okay, I don't see shit. And I'm waiting, and I'm waiting. Finally, you start to see little white specks appear. Well, and the mute, and like the sounds and the screams. It intensified. You, like, you feel the earthquaking. Yes. And you hear it before you see anything. You know what it reminded me of? It was just an old western of when you're waiting waiting for Native Americans to come over the hill at like, right. your cowboys yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Right. Like it took me the back ambush, to, you yeah. realize you're screwed. You're in the ambush. Circle the wagons. <laughs> <laughs> and then like right before it all happens like we don't see him but you hear Braun or maybe we do see him like you hear Braun yelling at Jamie, get back in the castle. Oh, you see it. No, you, okay. you see him first. And he's like, you got to get back in the castle. And he's like, I'm not leaving my men. He goes, you're not an effing swamp, uh, infantry man anymore. And these, fuck, these fuckers are going to come down and we're going to get swamped. <laughs> we're going to get swamped. swamped. Yeah. I, I love Bronze. I mean, like, like I said, you know, uh, it, it was awesome. Um, and then, like, right before all of this clashes. And I liked how spread out the Dothraki were. That way, like. It was a wave. All, like, all the spears weren't. Like, you have, like, four or five people sacrificing themselves. But then everybody else can just come crashing through. Yeah, they were like making bottlenecks yes. where they were shooting through a gap. It's brilliant. Like, yeah. we've always thought that Dorthraki were just kind of barbaric, wild, but yeah. strong strategy here. Well, not only that, they were evenly killed. Like, everything. It's not like they were all in one angle. They, mm-hmm. like, they, they just, it was an entire wall of them coming against their entire wall. And, like, this is the first time we're seeing them in action. So it's like, oh, I understand why there's such. Second time. Where's they, the big they, they attacked the, from Marine and killed all the. Sons of the Harpy. That wasn't really... Hey, that's the second time we saw them in action on horseback. They came and chopped all the guys up, all the Harpy Yeah, on the but outside. like these are just people. Like, I mean, that, that was just... <laughs> Face it, I don't know. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> we got to see Noah Syndergaard throw yeah. a spear. Um, which, if you didn't know exactly who Noah Syndergaard was and know that he was in this role for a second... You wouldn't have any clue <laughs> that this Major League Baseball pitcher got a little cameo yeah. to throw the spear at the Dothraki guy. How about that? Um, but he's half his face is covered. You can't tell it's him anyway. Oh, <laughs> so he didn't get the Ed Sheeran treatment? No. Yeah. God, no. Go. Stop. Don't ever mention that name again. <laughs> no. Um, but like, and, and then right before they crash, the speed that they're able to show Drogon coming in at fantastic dude dude uh, yeah, well first emerging from the the clouds. clouds and then the side shot of him passing the horde uh and then the looks on jamie and bronze face <laughs> like i'm pretty sure they're oh, legitimately shit. pooping their pants like i mean they're sold their armor <laughs> <laughs> sold my armor. <laughs> i was a warrior like you took until I, I took an arrow to the knee <laughs> I, man yeah no this was uh this is fantastic. So fun. It was, God, this man. Was fun. It was just. I mean, the the strafing scene yep. where they just go sideways, just full landscape, and it's just Strogon moving slow, and he's just. Just oh, slow mo burning. Taking out all the supplies. Yeah. Make sure you get the wheat. <laughs> yeah. Get the watermelon. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, all of the food drove Yeah, the out. first one where all the guys turn and then you see Jamie kind of look and they're already ash. Yes. That's what tripped me out, man. I oh, was like, the one guy that's ash and then just blows away in the wind. <laughs> it's just like, oh, God. Sarah Connor. Got <laughs> <laughs> a T2 reference right there. Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> if he, look, oh. if that soldier was holding on the chain link fence, I'm turning the TV off. You know oh. what I mean? <laughs> No, 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 no. I, I even saw several references to it as well. You know what I mean? But uh, I was judgment just like, day. It's yeah, like, <laughs> this is glorious. Um, this yeah. was all really fun. Um, like you said, good to see that the Dothraki aren't invincible. Mm-hmm. You know, the fact that they don't wear armor hurts them. I mean, yes, they get right. cut up, they get attacked. Somebody with shields and spears can do them in. Um, well, it's like the one who jumped in and was like slicing throats and taking heads, and then he got speared to death. The I mean, coolest like, jumping I've ever seen, though. Like I've never yeah. seen one jump oh, off a horse th- like that. Let me just ride the horses back. Oh, and then the other one's shooting the bow and arrows. Yes, yeah. They stood on the back too. We're just like few, 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 like Mongolians. And like, did you read like see the after like the making of the scene and stuff? Oh yeah, I watched like, the, the lady like, was talking about she video. made like special uh, harnesses for him to do that and everything. I was yeah, like, this is fantastic. Yeah, it's, uh, man. This it's is just phenomenal, dude. The millions of dollars that were spent for 18 minutes of film. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just disgusting. Yeah. They spent money. Um, yeah, they created like three trucks. Like Yeah, just to, just to ride along the Dothraki. It was worth it. It was better. very impressive. But like you said, I thought the coolest scene of all of it was the strafe, where he's just taking out all the supplies. Where it just the goes pyrotechnics slow-mo. and showing the guys getting lit up, mm-hmm. and one running off into the water, and one guy just kind of folding and dying. Yeah. I mean, it was just so- Jamie looking, and there's guys trying to run to the water and dump yeah. themselves right. in. And one guy comes up, and he looks like Dark Man. Yeah. Just burnt to shit. Oh, my God. 1994 Dark Man. Out of nowhere. Liam Neeson had Liam a cameo. Neeson of all people. <laughs> he had a special set of skills. It's oh, back then, it burned. It's called being toast. Um, <laughs> oh. Add butter. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I loved it, though. I mean, it was just so fun. I mean, they... Spared no expense. No. The the takeaway Drogon, the best part of all this was I loved how they changed the the smoke and the filter of how they were filming it once like there was ash everywhere. Like everything turned dark. Mm-hmm. Oh everything smoky everywhere. And like little ash flakes everywhere and you know, ambers. It reminded me when they were on the Greyjoy ships when you're on attack. Like it was yeah, the really yeah. cool ambers everywhere yes. and that made such a really cool visual effect. <laughs> it's just a, oh, oh. I got Lannister in my throat. (laughs) I got the black lung pop. (laughs) You're not a coal miner. I was was at a battle. Um, But anyway, you know, like you said, and you see Drogon and they do a couple shots. Well, then the landscape drastically changed to where where they're like on the river or by this pond. And like I said, it changed. Hold on now. This river slash pond that's. A hundred feet deep. Hold on. Now, I will get to this. <laughs> Look, this horse is going down ankle deep water. Braun knocks him off into the water, and this is the abyss. Ed Harris is down there with his water breathing <laughs> exactly. suit. Okay, I'm telling right. you. <laughs> I mean, Mary Master Tony, whatever name is it, they're all down there waiting on him. You know, they got yeah. to I just, uh, he's a say, warhead. <laughs> so, you think it was Braun that saved Jamie? Oh, there's no doubt. Why, oh, yeah, that was definitely Braun. Why would Braun do that? Like, that goes 100% <laughs> who, against Who else would go over there and dive and save him? <laughs> but Braun would never do that. He would never put himself in harm's way for... Braun, that's his his milk money right there. I mean, that's his payday. He lost his payday in the battle. 
Tyrion, no. Tyrion will take him back. There's no like guarantee that Tyrion or Daenerys will be like, oh yeah, I'll take you. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, oh, that... you're you're the guy that just fired this scorpion into Drogon. Yeah, I'll take you right back. <laughs> really? no Good appetizer. Aid. Good oh, aid. Tyrion, you're gonna just you know vouch for him. Load Tyrion onto the scorpion <laughs> and fire him into the abyss. <laughs> so, running head first into a dragon doesn't seem like the greatest backup plan either. Oh, I'm just saying. They would load Tyrion up and like fire him up like a, a crisp going to Drogon. Just like, ah, I got it. I got it. It's <laughs> like throwing the M&Ms to your buddy across oh the room. God, the accuracy that would have at that point would be amazing. Okay, so l- let's, one. let's talk about the scorpion. Okay, well, first, first of all, before we get to that battle, you have Bronn meeting up at the big Dorthraki. This was really cool because we saw somebody oh, the dagger throw. Well, before the dagger throw, because there's a lot of problems with that. But no, it is the dagger throw is first. So go yeah, ahead. So yeah, yeah he like, throws it and he deflects it. <laughs> well, he leans back and deflects. You know what I mean? Well, I'm just looking at his... the mile away dagger throw. Like this shuriken. Was, like this, <laughs> he threw this thing from a mile away. Under, well, like, yeah, they didn't show it that it's way. It's brawn, bruh. <laughs> yeah. Achilles is over here drooling at the mouth of the distance of this throw. Uh, you know what? You're just a hater, is what I call it. <laughs> I didn't see that. I, Go back and rewatch this. And yeah, I will, will here, back. Here's the thing. I will say this to support you. He throws that dagger. And then Braun, it has at least six to seven more gallops on his horse before he gets the sword completely out. And then there's a scene of the other guy coming and another scene of him charging him. And then they go at each other. So realistically, there's over 30 feet yes. between them before this, this knife's thrown. But the second he throws it, the guy is ding and deflects it. You know, it's not like it went woof, 30 feet later yeah. and it hits him, you know? <laughs> Where he could have caught it, used it, put it back in his sheath. You know, I don't, I don't understand the problem. <laughs> I know what you're saying because I, you know, somebody's if, a knife for a Call of Duty. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, you mean when you can do the by 30, the way, Bailey? No, no, no. You mean here. the 30 foot slide? Yeah. And knife through the throat. Yes. This is right. As you took 30 round clip. Yeah. I, I don't say anything wrong with it. Uh, yeah. Oh god. Whatever, guys. It's brawn. All right. So yeah, he. Dude, I love that this guy leaned down and cut the leg yes. off the horse. Like, I that thought was, that was such a good for yeah. somebody alternative to, like, to them just going at each other. And you know, they just like turn that horse right into glue. Oh, and yeah. It's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Elmer's, here we go. <laughs> um, Podcast sponsored by Anita. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there it is. There it is. But no, but for somebody to like out cheap move Braun, yeah, it's really, a great like, thing to see. Oh, yeah. and it throws his money, mm-hmm. you know, over the side, and he has oh, to make a decision. Money get my or- gold, or go get the scorpion and uh, harpoon this yeah. bastard <laughs> to the wall. <laughs> He's just lucky there was something to backdrop him. Oh, yeah. To. Yeah, well, how about, the, how about the mysterious wagon perfectly coming in and knocking off the path for the Dothraki guy to have to stop, get off, go around, to give him enough time to drop the scorpion, load it, and everything else. Well, how about this wagon still being a, around with everything else around it being on fire? Yeah. yeah, I was expecting this like to be like Bruce Willis and the Jackal. Yeah, this is <laughs> badass unfolding, you know, raised wagon. <laughs> just it's like a transformer. Yeah, and then it just like, falls out. <laughs> we the assembly. <laughs> yeah, prime. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, man. I love this shit. <laughs> Kyburn is a motherfucker. He's way ahead of his time. Oh, yes. tell you that. <laughs> like, uh, if he had created Brand's wheelchair, there, there's going to be like mini scorpions coming out every time oh, he rolls God. the tires. Yeah. Kyburn's like Dr. Manhattan. He's just like, whatever. You just come up with it. He's Nikola Tesla. He's yeah. Like, yeah, I can do that. Thomas Edison. He just steals it. Let's be real. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about the scorpion. Were y'all surprised the scorpion was with them? Some people were um, like, why was the scorpion with Jamie? I mean, that's a good point. I mean, realistically, why yeah. was that weapon with them? Now, could you foresee that they were going to be attacked when they were going to Highgarden? You know what I'm saying? I mean, part of me was like, why do they even have that on the train? Why, why would you risk it? Which be- part of you? Who cares? Uh, you know what enjoy I mean? Enjoy it, man. Are we, are, well, but here's the other thing. Are we to assume that that is the one we saw, or is this one of many? I think one of many. Well, I'm sure one of many. Okay. I mean, you got to assume that they're like just pumping these bastards out at King's Landing right yeah. now. Yeah. Like, I mean, this is the only thing that their blacksmiths are making. Yeah, blacksmiths are getting chained to a wall. <laughs> you will only you make produce these. three per day, or you die. Yes, or the there. mountain rapes you on a bench. <laughs> The floggings are going around in the King's Landing right now. Shame. Um, okay, so that's plausible. I'll give you that. So, did you see the spears in this thing? You know, yeah, they're like the the bar arrows from yeah. uh, the Hobbit. Yeah, they're pretty. They're pretty sweet. Yeah, like an orc arrow. Yeah, like, yeah, I mean, it looks like the exact arrows that they used in their scorpion. Yeah, pretty much, but. <laughs> could be like the arrows from the literal, you know, the first movie. Oh, the God. big fucking. Baseball bad arrows. Oh, oh, 45 <laughs> take, caliber. Take it with the chest. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Mirror, huh? <laughs> Sean Bean's other death performance. Yeah, Sean Bean took 17 in the chest. and was able to Hey, have he a, has a very special skill. It's called dying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really. dies and everything. Um, okay, so he loads it, shoots it, and it misses. And it you know, goes right over Danny. Do y'all think that you know this was kind of like, cocky that she turned right back around and decided to go right back at the thing that shot at her i think it goes back to she's a terrible battle commander and doesn't understand that you don't fly at the one thing that they think can hurt your maybe you know or you're we, like, we saw once where they like fired as many arrows as they could at her and she just like i'll show you my belly yeah. <laughs> just deflected <laughs> ding, 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 it off ding. like yeah. homer simpson yeah you know what i mean like i don't th- i don't think she feels that there's anything down there that can actually hurt. Yeah. hurt. Well, I mean, clearly, but I still don't think that you should fly straight towards it. Like, I know and understand that she doesn't know what it can do. Yeah. But, but like, it just seems like a bad play. I, I, I don't know. Zigzag, you know, don't be like Rickon. You know, <laughs> like, I make, make, make it a little difficult. You, you can do barrel rolls or something. Like, oh, yeah, barrel roll. I'm on your back, Drogon. <laughs> She's holding spikes, like. Oh, that's great grip. Ah! You tell me you wouldn't enjoy seeing a barrel roll. I'm not saying I would. Oh no! The only thing I enjoyed was with every occasionally you get the the rear view of them like that, and I just get this visual of never ending story over and over again. You know, <laughs> of them making the swoop down uh-huh. and the white dog, <laughs> which immediately reminds me of Bobby Possum Cod's methamphetamine. Sometimes it makes you feel like this. 
guys, if you've never seen Bobby Possum Gods on YouTube, just look up the one that says methamphetamines. Look, take and I promise you, do not have a drink in your mouth. Do have somewhere to see that you're, you're going to die. It's just that hilarious. Maybe not safe for work. Yeah. <laughs> not cubicle ready. Yeah. Make sure this is private. Yes. Uh, anyway. So, yes, never ending story was constantly going through my mind. The only thing missing was, like, the giant rock guy down there with him. But anyway. <laughs> a tray. <laughs> so, all right. So, Bron, he loads up another spear. And you know, the whole time I'm thinking, I'm like, golly, is there Pysel? Like, not Pysel. What's the guy that created it? Uh, Kyburn. Kyburn. Uh you know, did he poison these things? I'm like, is he going to get hit with a poisoned Ooh. arrow? And I was kind of like, I mean, you really think about it. You don't have to kill with it, but if you hit it. like Now I feel like we were just missing a completely missed element with what you're saying there. I'm thinking not, though. No. I don't think so either. When I saw him loaded it, it just looked like, it looked like an iron bolt. You know what I mean? You know, yeah, like really I cool see looking. Any shine or anything. No, exactly. I mean, it'd be one thing if you <laughs> dipped it in something. You'd be like, no, you know. But when he... When he got hit, when he got hit and all the you know spiraling out of control and stuff like that, and this may be just some weird thing that I'm into or whatever like that, but a dragon down and he's using his like wings, you know, yeah. the wing walk is so cool looking. Oh, like if you've seen Rain of Fire, mm-hmm. you know the end when it's like crawling around. Yes, and stuff like that. It's just so badass looking. When the wings are spread like bats, you know what I'm talking oh, about? Yeah. As it's walking around. It looks like, like a walking fortress. Yeah. I was just like, I'm glad he got hit because this looks awesome. Well, the crazy thing is that he didn't go down all the way. You know, he regained his flying ability. Oh, and, and lit it up. And yeah. lit up. Braun dives to his safety, even though everything around it is just obliterated. Yeah. You know what I mean? He gets a little bit of ash on him. <laughs> yeah. It's like his feet just, just go turn to ash. <laughs> Just float off and it just comes down on nubs. Yeah. No, no, no! <laughs> just, yeah. Oh, I mean, like you said, he does. He does sit down and gets that cool look and for. And then he uses that tail to take out another uh, uh, wagon. Yeah, to finish and, that, and I was wagon. like, man, that was sweet. It's just like pissy. <laughs> just like motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I love it. I just. For some reason, when they get down on the ground like that, just some reason they look so badass they to do. me. They look like huge Komodo dragon with more spikes and shit. Yeah, going it's like on. we get to realize how big it actually is. Yeah. Now, when she gets off and starts eh, trying to pull this, you know, scorpion arrow out, Bold. I'm like, "Good God!" Yeah. Just do without. Let him yeah. be like trying to bite at it and pull it That's out. That's what or I thought. I thought he turned his neck and like pulled out. He's himself. got a pretty long neck. Yeah. Like I. I would find that more believable than a human being able to, like, unless you're the mountain, why are you trying to pull this bolt out of this dragon's yeah, neck? Or, hey, Danny, why don't you, like, go a little further away and yeah. come down? You're still right in the middle of the ship. I mean, ship. you're literally in the middle of it. I mean, you're in the ship. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm just one spear thrown at you or whatever the case may be. Or well, one brave lance rider, you know, coming yeah. at you with, on a horse. No, it's one jackass who thought he might save the world by running at a dragon. I mean, okay. Let me show you my finishing move, the golden hand. Let me, just to ask, what did y'all think about Jamie fighting left-handed on, this, on the horseback and, like, kind of doing okay? It is plausible. Like, I mean, we've seen him training enough. Oh, God, I, I didn't. Like I struggled. It that much. I struggled, man. You know what I want to see? I want to see him like 
stop a blade with his hand. Well, he was using, like, he threw the sword into his hand and was gripping it so he could block off the dual attack. Right. But I'm just saying, the Dothraki are coming double blades and stuff. I'm just like, come on, man. Well, I mean, if Ferris, they are on horseback. Like, double blades might not be the most. And I gotta be honest. I've never liked sword fighting on horseback. It never looks cool. No. Because well, it's, it's so, so hard to make it look real. It always looks like the background of Braveheart. When yeah. they're back there with like <laughs> hip tapping. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm just like, oh, that's a couple five year olds back there with <laughs> yeah. wooden sticks. I mean, unless like you're coming through doing the hacking, like chasing people down. Now, the charge down, yeah. that's fine. No problem there. But what happened to Braun fighting, and the other Dothraki? Yeah. It was awesome. Cool. But when they're just like, Side by side, bumping against each other, whacking each other. Well, because you can't put any power in this. Yeah. Like, you have no... Like you, you have, have no, no lower you have body. No, you have no lower body or leverage uh, or anything. So, yeah. I'm I, with you. Like, when he did that a couple scenes, I was like, meh. I wish they just would have skipped it. Yeah. No well, need. if anything, show him doing that and getting knocked off the horse because he's inadequate. I mean, realistically. Or something. I don't know. I'm with you. I mean, I, I understand that Dickon had to come over there and save him. I, I get that. I mean, which is all great, but... What do y'all think about the possibility that no major character died in this? I'm okay with it. Yeah, the one thing is, that, you know, this is the deal is that we didn't, you know, what if they go over there and they find Tarly like half incinerated? You, just, you know what I mean? Like he's. Well, Dickon, it's your house now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, like. Oh, Lord Tarly. <laughs> I mean, like, that's a possibility for next episode. Oh, definitely. You know, we go back over there that he's got a spear or something stuck through him and he's half burnt or. Well, he's yeah. still being an old fucker codger. <laughs> yeah, really. Just, ah, oh, flog these bastards for dying. <laughs> yeah, I just... Well, I mean, if Tarly's dead, then Cersei's in a lot of trouble. Like, this episode has a lot more repercussions than we can well, even... How about Tarly and Dickon die? Then Sam. Sam's house. Well, not... He's not necessarily a Tarly anymore, but... He is a Tarly. Even when... Well, you give up all your stuff as soon as you join the I brother. know, but... You remember the maester at the wall? Mm-hmm. They still came to him and asked him if he wanted the job. And he said no. You so, remember yeah, that? It is possible. But, I mean, that was a very extraneous circumstance. I feel like that's more <laughs> of the exception than the rule. Well, right. The thing was, it was just all his brothers died. Well, and, and, they didn't, left him. and they didn't want Egg to be king because he was so young. Right. And <clears> so, like, you have a fairly old maester who has been trained for this. Or a thirteen-year-old kid who's been wandering a wandering night. Yeah, I don't know. So, I'm just like, saying. I mean, that was a very—that's more exception than rule. Could be Sam's joint. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Not really, because <laughs> yeah. then he's got to get pardoned by Daenerys, which yeah, is still John will make that fly all day. <clears throat> I mean, absolutely. Anyway, it's a possibility. On. All right. So, of course, we talked about it a second ago. You know, Jamie decides to pick a spear up. Is charged at Danny, and Danny turns around and actually looks frightened for a second. You know, like no like, idea why. Yeah, to me, I thought she, I thought it might have been better if she turned around and like, "What up? Come at me!" Yeah, like, <laughs> you know? I honestly thought we were gonna get another tail scene. Uh, I thought he was gonna whip the tail and just light Jamie and the horse, you know, across the river. I mean, I thought it was he just, would still survive. Yeah, you know, land in the water, but <laughs> you see the horse and him just go. <laughs> Flying Dude, off like of I slow mo this, and like when you see Braun like save him, the two horses just like turn into like dust. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I know. It's, it's you awful. see him like <laughs> like ball up and just like <laughs> yeah, I mean, it pretty sick. It looks like a poof of you know butterflies go away, but it all looks a, like when 
the three eye raven dies. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like black and just <laughs> flops away. Um, and so again, like we said, yeah, they're in so ankle good. deep water. And they get knocked into the abyss, you know, and... Jamie's in a bad spot. Credit roll, you know. Yeah, sinking to the, uh, through Marina's Trench in about 100, to 100 pounds of uh, plate That's armor. called the Mariana Trench. <laughs> you know, I had a bad geography teacher, so I just blame everything on that. That old Marina Trench. Yeah. <laughs> I think I dug that last week. <laughs> Put my shitter in it. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I'm wrong too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I like, both you jackasses are wrong. <laughs> it's a so, deep effing trench, is what it was. <laughs> okay, so James Cameron's down there. Jamie, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my shot of filming a movie. Yeah, really. Hold this. Yes. All right. So predictions is Jamie toast. No. no, no, thank no you. No chance. All right, we could just say that Braun swims down there and saves him again. You know, definitely. I okay. think he just hits rock bottom like two feet down, and <laughs> yeah. we're all just like, we realize this was all per, you know just a, a bad nightmare. And he stands up and he's yeah. out of the water. Doesn't even stand up. Like he just like leads. Like he's still sitting down in the thing. How bad would that fuck you up though? And all of a sudden he just goes, "Oh, it was all a dream. <laughs> yeah. That'll never happen." You'd be like, "I thought." Go- the hell with Game Thrones. I don't even watch yeah, it. I'm done. DB, watch it. I'm done with me, We're actually in purgatory. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he just done. goes down. It's yeah. an air pocket under there. He's walking around the caves just like, oh. There's, there, some, there's some spirals on the wall. <laughs> what, if, what if it's worse? What if it's just like Brand like coming out of the tree? No. I'm telling you, it's, he'll go down there. Braun, who we know doesn't wear a plate, can still swim. Pick his ass up. Whatever. Drag yeah. him ashore. And probably drag him ashore, and there won't be anybody else around somehow. You know what I'm saying? Not possible. But that's how they're going to play it, I bet. Because Ron and Jamie have to be separated yes. from the group. Somehow. Somehow, that has to be done. That or he pulls them out, and he see everybody, like all the Dothraki and everything, are leaving the field in a direction not where they are. I would think that we're gonna they're gonna wake up and you're gonna see all the surviving Lannisters being led somewhere. You know what I'm saying? To me, when you see, mouth. but see when you see, we didn't discuss it. When you see Tyrion on the hill, and the Dothraki's like, "It's a good thing your boys don't know how to fight." You know, and you're just watching him. Them all getting, they're watching around and slaughter everyone. I don't think there is a Lannister left, unless it's part Inside of the army the that wasn't yeah. seen. Oh no, there's definitely Lannisters alive. I don't know, man. I don't know. I North think it's a clean don't. sweep. Did, we, did y'all not watch the preview for next episode? No, I never watch previews. Well, no, I mean, there was more to the army that weren't there. I don't think there's anybody who's alive in the proximity of, what do you call it, Jamie and Braun. I think that, that battlefield, everybody's annihilated. Everybody else that was alive is the ones that ran towards King's Landing. Maybe. No, I, I don't know. I'm just saying there's some... There's some Lannister soldiers alive that we see in the preview. I'm not I, spoiling anything. Okay, well, I mean, I, I'll, I'll go with that. I'm just saying that I, I think when Jamie and Bronn come out of the water, you'll either see the remnants of battle, which won't be really plausible, or you'll see them leaving the battlefield, and that's the reason they're not taken. Do, you, do we see them being taken by Danny? Well, see, I don't know because Tyrion's going to want to know the fate of his brother. I would assume. Yeah. 
Um, and he obviously saw what happened to him. Oh, yeah. Yes. yeah, he's over cussing. You stupid him. <laughs> Flee, you idiot. Yeah, um, idiot. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know how that's going to play out. I have well, I'm the slightest amount of book knowledge that could totally not be anything at all involved with this. So I'm trying not to say anything. I don't think it would have any effect. But I don't think it would have any effect. This spoiler point. alert for like five seconds. Five. Four, three, two, one. In the books, <laughs> yeah. Jamie is separated from his group. Mm-hmm. He's with the Lannister army. They're not attacked in a big battle like this, but he is separated. Are you talking about the siege that he, he goes on? or After the siege is over. Okay. Okay. After the siege is over, another major character comes and talks to him and takes him away. Okay. And then, you know, we don't know what happens to Jamie after that. Well, to me, if you say it that way, the only thing that saves Jamie's life is is that Tyrion comes down there and saves it. Because, I'm going to be honest with you, you pull him out of that water, Danny is still there. The dragon, I just don't see that, they, you know, they just hop right back on the dragon. And within 30 seconds to a minute, they're, you know, nobody's still at the battlefield finishing and mopping it up. I agree with you. But, I just... I have a feeling they're going to separate him. I don't. I don't see Jamie being kidnapped again. I'm with you. It would make sense. Like I mean, then we would just be wasting him. Yeah, I just. I feel oh, what, like, a, what about the opportunity that Tyrion talks to him and says, "Go back and tell them that everyone will be killed if you don't do something about this." And so this is where is what is it called the Valcor or whatever like the little brother Valencar Valencar whatever like, this is the, this is where that begins he has to make the decision of you can keep fighting the way you are for Cersei and what's going on and you can end up like a barbecue like everybody else out here well we we at least <clears throat> know that Jamie and Cersei have a very important conversation to have that Cersei tried to kill Tyrion yes for killing Joffrey and that was not the case correct so there is some new animosity there Correct. All right, but I don't know that that what'll happen. I don't. I don't have a clue. I mean, you, you're gonna let Jamie walk away, <clears throat> uh. or are you gonna send Braun? Like, Jamie, you're staying, but your little stoolie here needs to go tell Cersei. You know what happened here. Whatever. Yeah, because he's a valuable prisoner of war. If you ask me. Oh my god! Yes. <laughs> yeah. Or you just kill Braun. I mean, it would suck, but I mean. That's something that she could do. Tyrion won't allow Bronn to be killed, I wouldn't think. Yeah, he saved his life more than once. Oh my god, y'all are saying Bronn can't go back, but Tyrion's going to save him? I'm saying if it were a, a POW situation, I don't say, I don't think Danny will kill her. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like you said, he did shoot Drogon. This is he true. Is, he is, you know, <clears throat> fighting her. Like, oh god. <laughs> I, mean, I think that's a real possibility. <laughs> Not a good one. Once again, I'm more leaning towards. I don't feel yeah. like Jamie and Braun will be with the main army anymore. I'm with you. Which I just don't know how that's physically. I don't possible. know how they're going to pull it off unless this is a raging river that's pushing <laughs> them down river. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, that's um, not something. You know. But we see him just dropping. Yeah. Yeah, I know it. So it's like, what he has wearing plate, you would just drop. But if Braun does something where he gets him up, takes his armor off or something like that and they float down river fine whatever but they have to float pretty stealthily 
Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's going to be interesting. It, I mean, it's, just, it's all going to come back to the amount of time. I like, honestly, it's just going to be a time lapse, and they're going to be away, and we're going to be like, okay, that really yeah. sucks, as but as much as I'd love it. to see Tyrion and Jamie talk. Reunite again. I think we will get one more. There. I don't know if we we'll reunite, but it'd be cool if they make eye contact and Tyrion decides not to say anything. I was really hoping him. that he would look up and see Tyrion. Yeah. What if he? What if he comes up. out of the water and Tyrion sees them get out of the water and makes the decision? I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to get my brother and my friend killed. I mean, that could be cool. Yeah, I mean, that's one way to do it. I guess maybe. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just I don't know. I don't know if, what there's anybody, do. if there's anybody watching that water right now, it's him. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, come on out of there, bastard! <laughs> or were you incinerated? You know, it would have been cool if they had shot, like, shown the scene again, and from his point of view, and it looks like Jamie got barbecued. That'd be pretty cool. You I mean think about it? Yeah. yeah, you could watch Tyrion be like, but then we could just watch the dragon literally obliterate my brother. But then we wouldn't be able to see Braun just magically appear behind beside Jamie. Yeah, I think he would see Braun save him as well. Right. Or somebody, yeah. some black-clad blur, <laughs> knock his blonde blur off the horse before the flames light it Eat up. Eat two white blurs. And yeah. <laughs> so, but I think that's pretty much horses. the episode. Yeah, that's pretty much it. It was, man. It was. Like I said before, I, I think it's a top five. It's not my ultimate. Now, I think it's one of the best battle scenes of the entire series. But it's still, I don't know. I, battle of the Bastards still is... One of the it's most, up there. Battle of the Bastards are hard home. I mean, it, one of them too. And the original Attack on the Wall. But here's the thing. You know, you know what made what Battle of the Bastards was so good for me is is that we've never seen anything like that before. And then we watched this one, and a lot of it mimicked the Battle of the Bastards. The only big difference was Drogon. It's a pretty big difference. I mean, it is a big difference, but. Every bit of the Battle of Bastard of Bastard, Battle of the Bastards was something completely new, completely different, never seen on film, never that level of detail. I don't know, like a lot of to the, me that right there was the game changer because did, it was first. This did take some of it, but the, a lot <clears throat> of the stuff that the, Dorth- the Dorthraki did was just so unique and such a different style that it was really exciting to me. I mean, I, I, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna discount it. I think they're both amazing and epic for their own reasons. You know, I'm just happy. I mean, it's a fantastic it. episode. It was one of the yeah. best battles that I think we're ever going to see on this show. Oh, absolutely. And I just wonder if we're going to be able to get anything close to it for the next two or three episodes is what I'm concerned about. Uh, I don't think they have to go that extreme. We have to see... East Watch by the Sea. East Watch yeah. and the White Walkers. So I, mean, I, think I think that those, will be a major... I think those happen in episodes six and seven just because that's when the length really cranks back up. Because this one was only like it was 51 like, minutes. Yeah, if that. It was um, short. Well, they packed a lot in yes. 51 minutes. So. <laughs> yeah. So what's predictions for next episode? I mean, of course, the preview shows Danny's kind of turning dark, bend the knee or die, um, which is not, not typical. Not really turning dark. She's saying, we're not here to burn people to ash. You can j- turn sides and, you know, you're fine. Um, it's just like anybody. Would. Yeah. Well, I know that, but like when you see Tyrion's reaction, it looks it makes you think that he's concerned that she's turning into what he doesn't want her to. Like she, his expressions look like he has second thoughts. Yeah, but we don't know what his expressions are face towards. You know what I'm saying? If he's looking at Jamie in this sequence, you know what I mean. Could just be some 
tricky camera work and everything yeah. for a promo. We'll see. Uh, are we going to go save the Unsullied anytime soon? Or are no. we done with Grey Run for the season? No, I mean, he's got a free march down now. Yeah, Unsullied like, are clear to move now. Yeah, like the Unsullied couldn't move down and they didn't have the boats to get back, but now they can just march down freely because Danny has opened up the roadways again. Yeah. Okay. Right. So they can move. I'm not sure they'll be coming home. Yeah, they, they might be marching somewhere. down to King's Landing. Yeah, they might be starting the siege now Yeah, at some point. Okay. Well, I mean, not much need of a siege if you know we've blown all the food. We've got three episodes left. What are the key things that have to happen in these three episodes? I don't even want to try to guess with how fast they're moving, to be honest with you. I think, I think we've got to have the unveiling at Winterfell. Bran has got to have the unveiling. We've got to come up with the whole John parent thing has got to come out this season. That might literally be the last scene, scene of the season. Okay. A white a White Walker East Watch battle. I believe Littlefinger will die by the end of the season. Yes. Okay. Or whatever is going to happen, Littlefinger will happen. I think his season is over, or his time on the show is over after right. before the season um, is over. But I do want to see him and Varys meet one more time. Yes. So it's like, how can that? Will Varys go back to Winterfell with John? Maybe something like that. Okay. Okay. If I'm Varys, I don't leave. No, I don't, I don't leave, leave council. No. Does Varys know? That Littlefinger helped John and is at Winterfell, I wonder. God, you would hope so. I mean, you would hope so, but with as much misgap information that a lot of these characters are having right now, it would be surprising. Here, here's my other thing, guys. And I didn't mention this in the main part of this, is that how did Danny and the Dothraki know to go and attack Jamie and them on the roadway? Because they know they attacked Highgarden. Okay. Yeah. So various had that information, but we just didn't say that on screen. Well, they we knew that they lost the Tyrells. I mean, we assume because she made the comment, "I've lost two of my major allies, yeah, and my Unsullied are, and so on." So she had that knowledge. So yeah, I think various uh, just said it off screen that hey, yeah. okay, that's I what I want to make sure because some people will complain like, "Well, how in the hell did she know what, where, when to attack this?" Right, and the fact that Castle Rock was left. Mm-hmm. With only a few men, and the army was removed. The only places they could go was to siege on High Garden yeah. or to reinforce King's Landing. They can only march so far, you know what I mean? So okay. it's kind of like I think they kind of once they realize that it's like, oh, you guess where they're going? Yeah, you know what I mean, process of elimination, basically. Kind of. Okay. All right. So as we said before, East Watch is going to be a big deal. Littlefinger is going to be a big deal. What about Arya? I'm kind of very curious. Are we going? Is Arya just going to compete part of the pack, or is she going to go back to Lone Wolf? Well, the interesting thing about when she first got back in there, I was getting the very Nymeria vibe of this is no longer my home. And I agree. So I'll be interested to see how long she stays in Winterfell and stuff. Like she's going to be reunited with Jon and everything, but is she? I, I think she is. Like, it would be a shame if those two didn't get back together. Well, considering she changed course to go see John, mm-hmm. uh, you would hope that's probably what's going to happen. So, well, that's my thing. I don't, I don't think we see it for two more episodes. Final episode. I don't think John gets back to Winterfell until. Well, until if, the, if the that's final what you mean, episode. that means are we not going to get the Hound at Winterfell, or was the Hound going to bypass Winterfell and go to yeah, the I Wall, think the just or East Watch by Sea, or? I don't know what the Hound's going to do. Because, I mean, are we are we to agree that he's in route? He's we in route north. So. We just know he's north. Have they have they said where they're going? 
No, we don't know where they're going. Not not in so many words. Exactly. Like we don't know their plan. There's as far as we could tell, they're still just hold up roaming the riverlands keeping the peace. You know what I'm saying? Like we don't know. Okay. We know they're north cuz it's snowing. Mm-hmm. But we we don't as far as, you know. Well, I mean, we know their pinpoint location was at the uh farmer's house, but outside yeah. of that. So, I I don't really from. know. I don't really know. Gosh, I hope we get some hounds soon. Jones and, you know. Oh, we're going to get at least a scene with Barrett Dondarrion with a flaming sword. We know that. Yeah. True that. So Very true that. Very, very true. All right. Well, other than that, I can't really think of anything else that was kind of queued up, as they say. You got anything? Nope. Guys, um, if y'all we've missed something, or we were off base, or we're Jake is just not worth listening to anymore, just let <laughs> us know on bleedtvpodcast at gmail um, as well as on social media, which we're on, we're on Facebook and Twitter and stuff. And love to chat with you guys. But other than that, we're gonna call it a night. Looking forward to next week. This is Bleed TV, and I'm Zach. I'm Jake, and I'm Cash. And we'll see y'all later.